With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to be joined all the way somewhere in Liverpool uh, by Liam Smith. How are you, mate? Good, mate. I'm good, you? Yeah. So when you you was in the barbers earlier, when you go in there, what do you say to them? Like, what, what do you actually say? Or do they just know? Make me look the best you can now. Um, on, mate. Just, like I say, I can't do much with this, but I've got a, I've got a it's just silver. I know. Do you know what? People go on about your hair, but I'd rather have a full head of silver hair than be receding, and your hair looks well all right, so... Well, no, Waku, it's never had a, never had an ounce, never had a drop of dye in it. It's never been under a, you know, under a whatever scope. Like, you know, I've never had... I've got a good head of hair, but it's just silver, so I'll take that. I'll take it, I know. Don't worry about that. Um, OK, so it's been, what, five days since uh, a sensational night in in Manchester for yourself. Um, obviously, I've been to the majority of your fights and that one, it looked like, without kind of saying it, it was a pressure fight for yourself. I mean, a pressure fight for Chris as well, but for yourself, uh, coming at this stage of your career, this was like, yeah, there was a lot of pressure on you to kind of deliver and um, you did. But let's talk about the, like, the aftermath of that. After, um, immediately after the fight, Chris Eubank, you know, I thought spoke quite well of the defeat, said, listen, it was a not a lucky punch, but it was a punch from the gods and you know that that kind of um decided or contributed to his defeat. But since then there's been reports of, which obviously you're very well aware of, about Chris Eubank's team um appealing, potentially appealing to the British Boxing Board of Control for an alleged elbow. Yeah. Now I've watched this clip that's been sent to me multiple times and um, I can't really work out what I'm looking at really because if there is an elbow there, it's in the flow or flurry of punches that uh, part of your elbow may have caught Chris, etc. But when were you first alerted to this being a thing, if that makes sense? thing got made up of a troll Twitter account. Um who does not 
like me goes against me all the time. Um, don't even want to give the, the name of it a shout out, but um, it's and you know, <laughs> like like VAR, every looks where slow motion. They put this thing of slow motion. Me me hand clips him and me wrist hits him. Me elbows down there. Me elbows on the foot like below. Me 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 wrist clips Chris on the top of the head in slow motion. By the way, absolute laughable like that's already after the right hand that's already rock Chris then after that the left hook goes the left hook goes and like I said in reply to Chris with the lucky the, the shot of a lifetime what one was the shot of the lifetime Chris the right hand that first wobbled you the left hook that near took your head off or the left hook that rocked you um, and like I said the the, the boxing the, 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 the boxing Twitter that put that out you know got a few bites and I don't know, like I said, I'm scared to say anything in case uh, it comes across the wrong way, like like what, what I said last time, but I don't know the caller has been out on the aisle or what, but Cali, you know, he's embarrassing himself by doing this because um, when stats got put out, Coogan, it's gone down like a lead balloon for them. Yeah, I mean, look, listen, we, we haven't really heard from... Eubank as such. We yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Let's wait in there. Let's say let's wait in the year from Chris. Look, that's from Kala. Now I, I know boxing inside out, so I know that will also be an okay by Chris. But let's wait and see what Chris says. Um because again it's 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 laughable all the things I made and you know it's just so hard to give credit nowadays. I mean people blaming the weight. And I would always say, you know, Johnny Nelson will never, never give us credit anyway. You know, he finds it hard to give me credit. So, um, you know, he always backs against us anyway. But Johnny, Johnny blamed the weight minutes after the fight. And I would always blamed Chris overlooking me. And now the elbows coming into it. Um, people are forgetting. And like I put out today, I fought Chris at Chris's weight, 160, not 159, not 158, not 157. I fought Chris at Chris's weight. Chris has had two fights at 168. Every other fight has been 160. That was Chris's weight. I've had two fights in my whole career at 160. Um, I, you know, I, it was Chris's weight. It was not my weight. It was not a catch weight either. So, you know, I'm sick of hearing all that bollocks. Just, just swallow your pride and give, give me give me the credit I deserve for that fight. And any excuses you want to pull out, keep them to yourself and put it right in the rematch. Yeah, I mean, I've had a few people say to me, like in person, about the the weight situation, and I said, I said the same thing I'll say to everyone: you, you didn't address the weight situation before the fight, so why are you addressing it now? And so, the weight situation, Coogan, sorry to interrupt, but the weight situation is more embarrassing on Chris's behalf because then next time they do it, he's going to lose all the sponsorships. You can't put pictures up in the KFC the day before the weigh-in. I know it's publicity, but you're biting it as a chicken drumstick. You weighed in a pound under, like you're, you're a proper professional with a nutritionist, Chris. A pound, play with the pounds. You know, weighing bang on 160. The fight was 160. If you struggled that bad to make that weight, what well, have you come in a full pound under now? To the outsiders looking in, a pound is not a lot. But to somebody struggling that weight, a pound is an awful lot. So you don't need to come in that full pound under. Come in one ounce under. Well, look, listen, uh, ifs and buts and whatever else, um, the, the talking point, obviously, from from a rematch perspective is... Um, and to be fair, the rematch may would have happened, I'm assuming, or there was a high possibility of it, it happening without the, the complaint of an alleged elbow from yourself anyway, because 
you knew there was a rematch that could have been activated. We understand that that is what Chris Eubank will do. We don't know that for definite, but I'm sure that after the fight that you were kind of almost preparing yourself for your next fight being against Chris again. I said before, Hank, you know, they want a rematch clause, fine by me. I'll beat them once, I'll beat them twice. I fully stand by that. But let's wait and see if Chris, you know, Chris does activate that rematch clause. If he rematch, if he if he activates it, fire away. You know, I'll, I'll be I'll be ready for whenever that rematch may be. But the two interviews I've seen of Chris since the fight, I think it's the only two he's done. He's kind of talking about having a fight before fighting me. You know, he's like, we will meet down the line and if the fans want it again, we'll have it again. So, I don't know whether Chris fully wants that rematch next, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I've not I've not seen those comments, but yeah, I think everyone kind of judging the situation would would think, depends how Chris looks at it. If he, if he generally thinks that there was reasons why he, and he can put right, to go straight back into a rematch of you, then that's one thing. But um, if there is a fight in between, I mean, I don't know how that works in terms of the rematch clause, whether he's he can take a fight and then fight you, because I'm sure if he takes a fight, then that's kind of void. That's up to you whether that fight happens or not, I'm sure. Yeah, you, you, you know, you're spot on. Um, you know, he's got three weeks left now to activate this rematch clause next. If not, then it's gone. Um, I've got no obligation then to accept a rematch I've got. No reason to. I'll move on with me, with me career and what's best for me then. But um, you know, we accept the rematch. So be it. I'll beat them once. I'll beat them again. Am I right in saying though, for you, um, financially and also for kind of as a move forward, that this rematch? Because I'm looking at it is, I think this rematch is quite big now, just because the manner in which you won. It leaves a lot of unanswered questions <laughs> from your side, but from Eubank's side. So I look at this potential rematch as quite a big rematch now, if it is to happen. Do you look at it like that? Um, yes, I do, in, in a sense that, look, it was, it was, it started off a good fight, you know, it started off, um, and then, you know, and then the end, the ends happened. But um, I think the rematch is obviously. A lot, a lot of people now is expect me to win the rematch. Also, um, no, the people who say it was 50, 50, 60, 40, Eubank, you know, I think it'll be 70, 30, 80, 20 people picking me to win that rematch now. But look, I didn't pull it out of thin air, that just cemented more. And no, again, the fight's over now. I can't, I'm not even going to say to you, like, I said what I said about the sparring to get in his head. I never, I know I've kissed the body, I know I can hit him in the head now, too. So, you know, there's not a chance because Shubank Jr. beats me in this rematch. Is it satisfying for you that, and, and I'll admit, like, of all the outcomes, I think you stopping Chris early within four rounds was kind of at the other end of what I thought could happen, all the possibilities. But for yourself and for your team, how satisfying is that to get the, the one result by stoppage as early as the fourth round uh, where everyone's going, well, I didn't see that coming. Is that satisfying for you or not? It's very satisfying because of the way the fight week went and the interviews I got. But it's basically like, I basically got told, you can't hear Chris the head, so it's putting the shit sign. Do you know what I mean? That's what the, that's what the, that was the sense of, that's what was how it got made to me in the public, in the medias. And, you know, it was like, you know, Chris, Chris has got a great, Chris has got a great chin. I've got a very good chin. But, 
that doesn't mean to say, and I said beforehand, like you hit someone on the right right spot, you think they're not going, you think this can't be it if he gets it on the right right spot. And that was the best way to answer them questions. And do I punch as hard as George Rose? No. Have I just hit him on the button in a better place than George? Yes. And that that that's it. And like I said before, he you know, I think I don't know that Chris Chris fully lives and pride himself on that chin, that air of instability about he can't be hurt. Chris Eubank Jr. might never be the same fighter again after that. And that's just from the outside looking at him. You know, that was a big it was a big defeat for him to take. He's he's been dropped, he's got up, he's stumbled around that ring and like it's a bit different. I said before, Ann Coogan, he's never been found wanting for the chin, for the fitness, for the durability side to it. He's always been found wanting with his skills and fundamental side. Now, now he's lost that air of instability about his chin and he knows he can be hurt now. He's going to have that fear in, in his mind of it happening again. Will he be the same fighter again? I don't know. Um, a li- little bit of a, an if and but here, but obviously immediately after your fight, uh, a little bit of attention drew to Conor Ben and you had Eddie Hearn saying, it's probably, you know, a good thing or kind of alluding to the fact that it's, it's a good thing that Conor Ben didn't fight Chris Eubank uh, at that time, at the weight they were going to fight as well. Um, Conor Ben's obviously taken to social media. Uh, so is Billy Joe Saunders. Are you, I mean, you're not surprised by that reaction. I mean, Chris Eubank has had long history, uh, worse than yourself, with obviously Conor Ben now and, and also Billy Joe Saunders. So that's obviously to be expected. Yeah, they're both obviously... They've both got their own personal personal beef with Chris and, and like I said, I'll leave them at that, but don't say it's angry my win. Don't say like you know, don't say well, so you to beat him in two. What you think you're a better fighter than me? Don't don't make just like have your own digs at him, but don't say it's I'm playing my win. For yourself though, for twenty twenty three now, look, if we move this Chris Eubank potential rematch aside, what are you looking to do? Do you want to win another world title? Is that what do you want to do before you retire? That's what I wanted to do when I, you know, I set me, me me stall out for me next goals. I want to become a two-time world champion. You know, this gives me an option to become a two-weight world champion. Um, but I'll see what options. I'll see where I go in the middleweight rankings now also and kind of make a decision to the governing bodies that I want to stay and keep me rankings now at 154. Or I can take the, the rematch with Chris, but obviously we need to Give Chris his three weeks' notice, and you know, it's time, it's the time frame. If he decides he wants the rematch, I'll fully take the rematch. But you know, like I said, we'll see where to go, we'll see what happens now. The WBC title at middleweight hasn't been for, for, for over 12 months with Charlo, and Charlo is also calling out the winner of Benavides and Plant, so he's also calling out somebody at 168. Um, be interested to see what happens with that title. Obviously, Chris was mandatory for. Triple G. Um, I've seen Tom Lowe for the interview saying he'd be he's enthusiastic and he's, he'd be thinking with the fight with myself. So I'm in a good position, Coogan. I said all along I'd be Chris. It puts me in a very good position again. So Cal Brooks said he, he, he you know he'd like to fight the winner beforehand. Um, yeah, Billy Joel. Liam, do you feel like you're at the end of your career? Because that was a kind of that was a, like a that was a peak performance from yourself, and like obviously we know factors contribute to like wins like that, etc. But 
I don't know, it, it doesn't feel like you're at the end of your career. It feels like you're kind of possibly, you're still there and could mix it potentially with, with anyone there at that way. So I said, a lot, and I'm, and this is, you know, people will laugh, people will take the piss out of what I'm going to say next because obviously it'll get quoted and shortened, but I get judged because I've got grey hair, mate, and that's a fact. And, and you know, I'm 34, but if I have five fights in 18 months, maybe, um, the momentum I'm getting, the, the, the performances, the results are speaking for themselves. It's all I ever asked for. Am I a good fighter at 34? Physically wise, as I was at 28, maybe not. Mentally wise and experience wise, I'm a well better fighter than I, I was at 28. Um, and I'm getting good momentum, which I've, which I've craved my whole career. So since me taking the fight in Russia, I've had very good momentum with Fowler, Vargas, Hassan, Chris. Um, and, you know, by all accounts, I'm going to keep getting momentum. But I've always said, mate, I train well, I live a good life. And, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I feel I've got long left here. I feel I've got a, got a good few left in me. Um, just the final one before I do let you go. I do want to ask this because I've seen a few outlets um, kind of keep going on about the some of your comments from the week to try and not. I'm saying they're um, trying to take credit away from the win, but they're still they were still bringing up them comments. Has that frustrated you? I think you've. Listen, you've said what you said, and I think you've uh, apologised multiple times, and I don't really know what more you can do. And I, that's just me saying that. I don't know what more you can do. You've apologised on several occasions, twice with IFL and on numerous other um, channels and sites and whatever else. So has that frustrated you? Yeah, it has to a certain extent. But look, look I have to live with it. You know, I said, I said beforehand, I'll have lost fans who I'll never get back. They'll never forgive me for it, but... They'll probably never believe me that I never meant nothing by it. Like I said, I've got, you know, I've got friends of that sexuality, male and female, you know, and, and it was just one of them things. But it's also the power of social media. And then it's it's the, the it gives the people who don't like me already. It gives the trolls. It gives everybody ammo. So, look, you know, I can only do what I can control and I can't control the people. So if you accept me, apology, great. If you don't, then, 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 then so be it, you know, unfollow. Bet against me, whatever you want to want to want to do, that's fine. Okay, well, listen, Liam, uh, appreciate your time as always. Um, what are you doing tonight? You going out? Mm, yes, we've got a um, so me, Paul, and Cracker have done like a bit of a a party, like a celebration thing tonight. So we've got like a little a little drink, load of family and friends. How long will it take me to get to Liverpool? By the way, mate, what the fuck is I coke waiting for you here? <laughs> Four hours. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'll, I'll maybe see you next week. Um, listen, appreciate your time, mate. And um, yeah, we'll see what how this pans out. But if, if that's the way of it, I'm sure you're kind of prepared for whatever avenue you've got to go down for your next fight, whatever it is, then I'm sure you're kind of, yeah, like I said, you're prepared for that either way. Definitely, mate. I'm, like I said, any of the names, I always have been, Coogan, look at my whole career, I've always been, Whoever they throw at me, there's not many, if any, opponents I've knocked back in a, in, in my 15, 16 year career. So sounds mad that doesn't it? 15, 16 years. I'd say I mean I mean professional debut October 2008. It's mad, isn't it? But now in 2023. And he's uh, still here. Paper, headlining pay-per-view shows. 
Liam, thank you very much for talking to Eiffel TV and we'll definitely catch up with you again soon, mate. Thanks, Jean-Claude. Thank me. Thanks for having me. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.